Welcome back. So we're on problem number five. In the schedule above, each session is to be an hour and a half. So a session is an hour and a half. Each break is to be a quarter hour. Break is a quarter hour. And lunch is to be one hour long. Lunch is to be one hour long. If session four is to end at 4.30 p.m., so session at four ends at 4.30 p.m., at what time should session one begin? So there's actually two ways to do it. The first, when I just glanced at this, I said, well, I'll just fill in this chart. And actually, I'm going to do that as well, just to show you that they, they get the same answer. But there is a faster way to do this problem. You, essentially, what they're saying is the day ends at 4.30, right? Because 4.30 is the last thing that happens in the day. And then they're, they're saying, what time should session one begin? So they're essentially saying, what time should the day begin? So if we can just figure out how many hours are in this day, and then take that many hours from 4.30 PM, we'd get our answer for how when session one should begin. So how many hours are in the day? Well, there's one, two, three, four sessions, right? Four sessions, four sessions times an hour and a half each. Well, four times one and a half, that's, you know, that's six hours. You can multiply the fractions if you don't believe me. Six hours. There's one lunch. One lunch is one hour. And then how many breaks are there? There's two breaks. So there's two breaks times one-fourth. So that equals one half. So if we were to add up the hours for the sessions, the lunch and the breaks, we would get seven and a half hours. And so then you just have to figure out, well, what is seven and a half hours before 4.30 PM? And if, you know, sometimes it's a little un people get uncomfortable subtracting time past noon because then you, it gets a little weird. So the way I think about it, I break it up. Well, if I go four and a half hours ago, right? if I go from 4.30 and I go minus four and a half hours, then I get to noon, right? And so we already took out four and a half hours. And we want to take out seven and a half, so we have three hours left to take out. So twelve, you take out three hours, well that's easy, that's nine AM. And so that would be our answer. That's the fast way to do it. And actually it might not be the fast way, because you'd have to think about all of these things and you're not sure if you subtracted right. The other option is, you know, just just fill it in. The session ends at four thirty, so it has to begin at four. Oh no, sorry, it has to begin at three, right? Hour and a half. So that means this break would have to end at 3 o'clock and begin at 2.45. This would have had to end at 2.45 and begin at 1.15. This would have to end at 1.15, begin at 12.15. End at 12.15. See, if you go an hour and a half before 12.15, two hours would be 10.15, so it would be 10.45. 10.45. This ends at 10.45. And so it's a 15 minute break, so it would have to start at 10.30. And then if this ends at 10.30, and you subtract an hour and a half from that, you get to 9 AM, which is our answer either way. So the second way, filling it out actually isn't that bad. If that immediately is what comes to you, it still didn't take too much time, and you could have done it that way as well. Move on to the next problem. Number six, I will change colors. Number six, if 2x minus 5, 2x minus 5, x plus 1, 
and 3x minus 8 are all integers. 3x minus 8 are all integers. And x plus 1 is the median of these integers. So this is the median. And what does median mean? Median mean just means the middle number, right? If I have a bunch of numbers, if I have like 1, 3, uh, 7, 8, 9. The middle number here, it's not the average. It's just you know what number, half the numbers are larger and half the numbers are smaller. So in this example, the middle number would be 7. So that's all median means. So they're telling us that x plus 1 is the median number. And say, which of the following could be a value for x? And they give a bunch of choices. This type of situation, I just try them out, because these are pretty straightforward equations. They're giving us pretty clean numbers. Let's just try it out. Choice A. So 2x minus 5 is 2 times 5. 2 times 5 minus 5. That's 10 minus 5. That equals 5. x plus 1 is 5 plus 1, which equals 6. And this is the x plus 1 term, so it should be our median. And then 3 times 5 minus 8. 3 times 5 minus 8, well, that's 15 minus 8 is equal to 7. Well, we lucked out. It looks like the x plus t 1 term was the median. And that's probably a, a good indication that they wanted us to try out the numbers, because they actually gave it the first choice as being the one that worked out. So the, the choice is A. Move on. Try a different method of deleting things. Let me just look at that. That was pretty neat. All right. So now we're on number seven. Number seven. An exhibitor is selling decorative wreaths at an arts and craft show. Useless sentence. The net profit, P in dollars, from the sales of the wreath is given by. Now, this is the useful piece of information. P of N. P of n is equal to 0.75 n minus 50, where n is the number of wreaths sold. Okay, n is the number of wreaths sold. How many wreaths must the exhibitor sell in order to earn a net profit? Net profit of a hundred dollars. Well, we would, we want this thing to equal a hundred dollars, right? So we just set it equal to a hundred. 100 is equal to, that's 100, 0.75 n minus 50. Add 50 to both sides. 150 is equal to 0.75 n. And I like to write this as a, I, I like to deal with, with fractions because I don't like, well, you know, I, 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 I don't not like decimals, but fractions are easier. This is the same thing as, we could rewrite this as 3 fourths n. Right? 0.75 is the same thing as 3 fourths. So now we just multiply both sides times the inverse. Something was ringing in my computer. But anyway, multiply both sides times the inverse of this coefficient. So times 4 thirds times 4 thirds. This, of course, cancels. So we just have n left on the right-hand side. And on this hand side, 4 thirds times 150 over 1. The 150 cancels out with the 3, right? 3 becomes 50. This becomes 1. So 4 times 50 is 200. Just have a one in the denominator is equal to n. There you go. The exhibitor has to sell 200 wreaths, which is choice E. And next problem, number eight, which I will do in yellow. Number eight. If x squared plus y squared is equal to 73, x squared plus y squared is equal to 73, and xy is equal to 24. 
xy is equal to 24. What is x plus y squared? Well, what happens when you multiply out x plus y squared, right? x plus y squared is the same thing as x plus y times x plus y, right? And this might be second nature to you after taking a lot of algebra, but I'll just multiply it out just to show you. So you have x times x is x squared, x times y is xy, y times x is xy, and then y times y is y squared. So it equals x squared plus 2xy plus y squared. Well, that's interesting. We know that this we know that these two terms combined that's x plus y squared, x squared plus y squared. So we know that that equals 73. So we know I know I'm running out of let me write it up here. So we have x squared plus 2xy plus y squared. So this these two terms is 73, so we have 73 plus, right? And we can cancel those two out. And then we have 2xy. Well, we know xy is equal to 24, right? So what's so it's 2 times 24. So it's 73 plus 48. And then let's see, 7. I think this is going to be what 121. If my uh, if my math is not Let's see, 7 is 110 plus another 11, right, 121. That's all there was. You just really had to expand out x plus y squared, and then you say, oh, well, they kind of give you what the component terms, what the values are, and then we're done. I'll see you in the next video.